everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kathy, your host, and this is Through His Eyes, a podcast about learning to stand up and have victory over our daily struggles and our battle within about who we are. It's time we start believing in ourselves, changing your not enough into you are exactly enough, perfectly made in His image. We will together share our personal struggles and learn how we can begin to live our lives on purpose, looking at ourselves and our struggles through His eyes and putting our faith into action. So come along, let's get started. everyone. Welcome to this episode of Through His Eyes. I'm Kathy, your host, and today we're talking about why we choose to believe in Jesus. I see things on social media or hear people say things like, all that Christianity stuff, ugh, it's just religion, or that believing in a God stuff, mm, it just makes you feel better. So whatever, if it's for you, you can do it. Or I don't need a God, I'm doing fine by myself. Or I figure I am to do this thing called life on my own. God just doesn't want to bother with me. Or why do some people feel the need to make a point to tell you that they do not believe in God? Why do they feel the need to defend that so desperately? Yesterday, a professional football player announced that Christianity is for the weak and that why would we want to believe in a God that sends innocent people to hell? That's not the kind of God he wants to have. This is unsettling to me on many levels, but mainly it made me think about how this world is all about what we want. That wasn't the God he wanted to serve. Or what we don't want, like being told we're wrong or how we are so captivated about what we can control in our lives and what we think we deserve. We don't like to not be in control or to be told that we should or we shouldn't do this or that. This day and age, it's all about me, me, me. Obviously, this gentleman doesn't know Jesus as well as he thinks he does, or he would know that God is all about love. God is love. And loving others and loving yourself enough to see that we are sinners and we need a Savior It is not weak. Actually, it's strong. A person that can stand up and say, I am a Christian and I believe in God, even if others don't agree with him, to be a leader in your faith and not a follower of the world, and to have faith in the unseen, to understand a deeper level of love from our Lord, and to share that love with you, Mr. Football Player, anyway, despite your ego and your shortcomings, that doesn't make us weak. It makes us strong. So I thought I would tell a little story, a simple version of why I choose to believe in a God that is all-powerful and mighty, and why we can't just have any God that we want that will let us live and do things the way we want to all the time. Why we are in great danger if we just believe in something, anything, or nothing. First, we need to think about reality. What do you believe created all of this life around you? I hear people say, well, I believe in something, a greater power, the power of the universe, the power of oneself, all kinds of things. People look around you. If you have eyes, you can see that all of this has been created and how all of this works together for us to bring about life and procreation. And you can see something far bigger than just something by chance that created it all. It took an almighty God to create all of this beauty in life that we have been blessed with. Genesis 1.1 says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And I don't know how anyone can deny that when they look around. Maybe people don't want to admit that there's a God because to them, if there's a God, then that means that they wouldn't be in control or they would have to admit that he is greater than themselves. And in this world of all about me, that would be hard to do for a lot of people. I also think that people have a hard time humbling themselves to say that it wasn't them that was successful in this or that. 
but by God's power and his hand, that was possible. Today, everyone wants the glory for themselves. Look what I did. It's all about me. When God created the heavens and the earth, he also created man and women and gave them the things of the earth. He created us for his fellowship. And that's why the things of this world will never truly satisfy us. Adam and Eve were given the Garden of Eden and told that it was all for them. It was beautiful. And they just couldn't eat from the tree of good and evil. God daily walked with them in this beautiful place and they had a personal relationship with him. This is how our lives were supposed to be for all of us. But that changed. God had angels in heaven and the head angel rebelled against God and was jealous and wanted others to worship him instead of God. He went against God and tried to get the other angels to do the same. When God heard of his plan, he was angry and cast him and his followers out of heaven. They came to earth with the intention to rule and the hate for God grew. When God created Adam and Eve, Satan saw how much God loved them. And he realized that by hurting them, it would hurt God. And so Satan began his war against the human race. That's us. The first attempt to deceive us was by lying and tempting Eve that there was something more than the provision of God that could satisfy her. And friends, we still believe the same lie today. She removed her eyes from the Lord and believed the lie. She did as he said and ate from the one tree God said not to and then shared it with Adam. This was the first sin by man that was done. And because of this, it opened the door to sin in the world. Satan now had a way to deceive and destroy God's people. And that he does every day. Satan and his demons try everything they can to kill, steal, and destroy God's people. God saw this and realized that because of the sin in their lives, he now was separated from his people. And they were prey to Satan and his demons. And that we didn't have the power or the strength to overcome him alone. That is why even if we are good people, sometimes bad things happen to us. That is why sometimes people die that don't deserve to and why people hurt and have pain in their lives. That is why drugs and addictions overcome us and all kinds of things that hurt us happen. We are all born from Adam and Eve and we inherited a sinful nature and we can't help it. Even if we don't want to be sinners, we are. Satan and his followers work overtime to try and destroy God's people in any way that they can as much as even using our own minds to destroy us from within if we let him, with death being his ultimate goal. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to full. It hurt God to see his people being hurt and lost by Satan's evil. People were being overcome by evil and it was destroying them. So God sent his son and he came to earth as a human and lived among his people and told them the good news that now we have hope and a future in him if we want it. That we don't have to worry about death and being destroyed by the evil in this world. All we have to do is believe in him and become his children. By becoming his children and believing in him, we will have the power and the strength through him to stand against the evil in this world. If we asked him into our hearts, that he would place the Holy Spirit within us to guide us and protect us and to give us power. But it is our choice if we accept him. It won't be forced on us. God is all about love. He is love and he would never force us to love him. He said that someday he will return for us all and we will all again live with him in this new heaven and earth, one that is free from evil and sin as it was intended to be, but that he needed us to share the good news so that others can be saved as well. If we would hear his words and tell others that there is hope in this lost world, then we can all be saved from the evil plots of Satan. All that believe in him will have everlasting life and will again have peace and love. 
He says those of us that can humble ourselves and accept him and love him will find truth, power, love, peace, and joy during our time on earth and eternal life with him after this life is over. This was his intention for us all along to just be with him and to have a relationship with him. But because of Satan, things are different. When Christ died on the cross, Satan thought that he had won the battle with God. But like I said, God had a plan and death did not hold him. He rose and lived to walk and talk again, proving once again that he is God and that even Satan has no power against him. He commanded us to follow him and to teach his word and spread the good news so others will have hope and a future in him. When that time comes that most of God's people hear his message, he will come again. Now, not all of us after hearing this story will choose to follow him and that's their choice, but not a good choice. He will judge us all someday for all the wrong that we have done. And without the forgiveness we receive by believing in Jesus, we will not be worthy to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Sin separates us from Christ. And if we don't believe that he came to save us and accept his forgiveness for all of our sins, then we can't be in his presence. He doesn't want you to perish in hell with Satan. And it isn't what he wants for any of his children. But if you deny him or choose to put your faith in other things, then it's your choice. He will destroy Satan in the end and all that have chosen not to believe. Romans 8, 37 through 39 says, Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, not things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So when you say that you believe in something, that's not good enough. You need to believe in Jesus Christ, the Savior that came to this earth to save you from sin and give you a place at his table. Why would you want to leave the fate of your life and your journey of life to just something, hoping that by chance it all works out? Why would you want to believe in anything other than a God that loves you unconditionally and will protect us from all the evil and save us by giving us life forever, even after this life on earth is over? Why wouldn't you want to believe in a God that has power to heal you? He will heal your body from sickness, your heart from brokenness. He will fill that empty place inside you. He has the power to break all the bondage of addiction and sin in your life. He will give you strength to fight the evil in this world because as good as you are, it's not good enough against Satan and his demons. You can't win this fight alone. Satan will deceive you into thinking that you can, but that's when you're at your weakest. He promises that if we will just hold on a little longer until all have heard the hope in Jesus, that we will all be together again in that perfect place he created us to be with him forever. There's some of us that went to church as a kid and did it because our parents made us go, or we went and believed, but never knew for sure, for sure what exactly we believe. I went to several different churches growing up and participated in several different so-called religions, but I didn't find God until I asked him into my life. And today I don't claim a religion, just a faith that I believe in Christ and he is my God. I am a Christian. And I know this because I see him working in my life and I feel his presence inside me as I walk this journey choosing every day with all my heart to love and honor him. Friends, prove it to yourself that he's alive. You don't have to do life alone. If you will call out to him and ask him into your hearts, he will change you in ways you'll be amazed by 
and things will happen that will give you no doubt that there is a mighty God living in you and loving you. When you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life, it changes you. Give it a try. What are you afraid of? That he's real and that he is in control and that you are nothing without him? That his ways are greater than yours? So to the Mr. Professional Football Player, I'm sorry that you think Christianity is for the weak because it says in Psalms 138.6, though the Lord is great, he cares for the humble, but keeps his distance from the proud. I believe that as long as you think you're too good for a God bigger than yourself, you won't find him. And that's your choice. But I pray that somehow, some way, God's message touches your heart and he changes you. God 1246 says, I have come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. Friends, don't remain in the dark. He has come to shine a light into your dark world. It's your choice to trust in him. Don't miss out on his greatness. I can personally say that I have experienced his greatness and light in my dark world so many times in my life. So many things have happened to me that I know without a shadow of a doubt that it was by God's grace and his mighty hand that I am here to tell about his faithfulness and truth. The biggest miracle in my life was when I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma in the late 80s and God completely healed me, puzzling all the doctors at the Tulsa Cancer Center. I was a young mother and didn't know the Lord as well as I do today. But even still, I trusted that his will would be done. And I prayed that if I had anything to give back to him, that he would keep me from that fate so that I might glorify him someday. And he did. I know now after walking this life with him that I might not always get it right, but he is always working on my behalf and keeping me away from Satan's plots and plans to destroy me. All I have to do is keep my eyes on him. If you have never asked God into your heart and into your life, it's easy and so worth it. Jesus knows you and loves you. And what matters to him is your heart and your attitude. We can't earn our salvation. It is only by the grace of God and the belief in his son, Jesus. By confessing that you are a sinner and that he died for your sins and then asking him for forgiveness of your sins, you can begin to discover a new you with him and his word. He has so much more for you if only you will believe in him. Ready, set, start believing. You'll never be the same. Blessings and love until next time on Through His Eyes. 